the latest and greatest episode of Bad Him no laughing. This is a serious podcast. Come on. This is. We are having some technical difficulties. So this is take two. And it's already going fucking amazing. So strap in. It's going to be the best episode ever. I mean, obviously. Um, Hello, Bad Faith Ultra Leftists. We are here. We missed you. Uh, welcome back. Um, the apocalypse is ongoing. We're going to talk about it. Uh, my name is Kim. I am uh, in Washington, D.C. I use she or they pronouns. Um, I am on uh, stolen Nacochtonk and Piscataway land. And the city of D.C. was built with um, enslaved African labor that has never been repaid. I wanted to share a little fact today that... Uh, is not local to me, but feels topical because of the Oscars. <laughs> so while y'all are still sweating for a celebrity gossip, let's talk about kind of the most famous thing that ever happened at the Oscars, which I did not know about as a kid. I just learned about a few years ago, and I looked into it more deeply today because I wanted to know what actually happened, and this is wild. So this is when Marlon Brando was nominated for Best Actor for The Godfather. Um, he boycotted the awards ceremony um and I specifically did not know this, um, that he had been an active, I don't know, organizer, but he had been an activist with the American Indian movement. And through that activism, um, this woman, Sashin Littlefeather, who was also active in AIM, had reached out to him and they had this correspondence and relationship for a couple of years before this happened. So he said, I'm not going to the awards. Um, you should go. You can um, go on stage and not to accept the award for him. Um, she was like, she put, she physically like put out her hand and was like, no, <laughs> we're going to hand it to her, um, which rules. And I just, take that award <laughs> and shove it. I just wanted to read the speech because um, the way that Brando had planned for this to go down, which is hilarious to me, is he wrote a 15 page speech and the Academy was like, absolutely not. So they told her like the producer, <laughs> the producers told her you have a, a tight 60 seconds before which you are going to be physically removed from this stage. So she kind of on the fly had to um, sort of ad lib and and pick out what she thought was most, um, it's not even what's most pertinent, but it's kind of what she could get out in this time period. And it's so brief. And I just wanted to read it because it is so banal what she was even able to say. And the outrage um, because of this is is wild to look back on. So So she says, hello, my name is Sashin Littlefeather. I'm Apache, and I'm president of the National Native American Affirmative Image Committee. I'm representing Marlon Brando this evening, and he has asked me to tell you in a very long speech, which I cannot share with you presently because of time, but I'll be glad to share with the press afterwards, that he very regretfully cannot accept this very generous award. And the reasons for this being are the treatment of American Indians today by the film industry, excuse me, because people are booing her at this point, and on television in movie reruns, and also with recent happenings at Wounded Knee. So there was quite a bit of information about what the fuck happened at Wounded Knee, and this is like all she could kind of like put in there really, really quickly is just be like, you guys, Wounded Knee is happening. I I beg at this time that I have not intruded upon this evening and that we will in the future, our hearts and our understandings will meet with love and generosity. Thank you on behalf of Marlon Brando. So I just wanted to bring that up in the context of people kind of clutching their pearls um, about what just happened and how this fucking news cycle is going to go on and on and on probably for weeks. Um, And also in the context of physical violence, what happened immediately uh, during this is that John Wayne attempted to storm the stage and beat the shit out of her and had to be restrained by six security guards. Um, So like, that's all fine, right? What happened? 
Um, and then immediately afterwards, um, uh, Clint Eastwood was presented the Best Picture Award, and he was a dick and said that he was presenting it, quote, on behalf of all the cowboys shot in John Ford Westerns over the years. Um, so, yeah, I just wanted us to kind of, like, reflect on... Um, Hopefully none of our beautiful um, listeners are pearl-clutching um, this week and not fucking minding their business about a fight between two very rich people. Um, no, the, but the, just to put in context the, the, official position, the history of the awards here. Yeah, the official position of this podcast is lol, LMAO. <laughs> that's... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. That's fucking hilarious. Yeah, sorry to cut you off, Kim, but uh, yeah. No, that's yeah. the whole thing. So yeah. I just wanted to, to share that history as we're thinking about this. Okay. So uh, I'm going to kick it to our other co-host, Tim. Hi, I'm Tim. Uh, I live in so-called uh, Minneapolis, Minnesota, um, one of the Twin Cities on land stolen from the Wapakuti and Osseti Sokoan peoples. Um, I have taken to uh, do an approximation, say an approximation of this every time I either give or I'm part of a land acknowledgement, um, basically to give context for how this land was stolen. So land, uh, Session 29 was part of a series of treaties, I believe from 1851, that... Um, were essentially the result of lobbying by the, the fur trading industry because it was a dying industry and they realized that they could probably rip off uh, indigenous people in the process. And they did. Um, so a huge portion of the money that was supposed to go to um, native peoples, which was, you know, not there is no amount of money that can possibly compensate people for stealing their land, but a big chunk went to the fur trading industry um, because that's how extractivism, uh, works. And yep, it's, it's, that's the context for how the land was stolen. The other thing I sometimes forget to mention is that the other justification for it was the like massive influx of white people, uh, to the state, which was not actually happening at that point. There were very few people huh. in Minnesota, uh, who were not, uh, native at that point. So it, it was done it was just like, oh, they're, yeah. they're coming. Yep. We promise. Oh, yeah. Yep, they'll exactly. be here any moment. Um, and also the other motivation was explicitly to uh, wipe out their culture and make them Christian. Because that's it, like, I, yeah. I, I'm only just, I'm only yeah. barely paraphrasing by saying that. Like it's in. Yeah, I know. I, I yeah. you read it to us yeah. once and yep. I was just like, yep. wow, they just yep. really yeah, they, fucking they, said they, it, didn't they? they? Yeah. Uh, so that's that's where I am uh, for better or worse. Ben. I, my name is Ben. I use he, him pronouns. If you use they or them, I am not going to be upset at you. Um, I live in Portland, Oregon. I can actually see a tiny patch of blue sky. During take one, I couldn't see a tiny patch of blue sky. <laughs> Things are going to get better, everyone. Oh, God, I hope that's true. A little bit better. <laughs> no, I mean, no, on the long term, no, I... On the very long term, yes, but on the shortish long term, no, it's going to be very bad. <laughs> um, but as far as next week goes, uh, it might be sunny, maybe. Um, Portland, of course, uh, po Portland Metro rests on uh, lands stolen from a large number of native nations. There were just a lot of different nations here. Um, among them, the Multnomah the Malala, the Clackamas, the Kathlamet, and 
uh, quite a few others. I'm going to just mention today that one of the tribal groups that's still here that uh, operates the reservation uh, in a way that does contain a small part of the Portland Metro uh, is a group called Confederated Tribes of the Warm Springs. Now these these people are not like so it consists of three groups three nations so the Tenino people uh, the Wasco people, or two two groups of the Wasco people, and the Northern Paiute people, um, they don't speak the same language as each other. In fact, I checked between takes here, <laughs> not a single one of these languages is in the same language family as any of the other ones. Huh. So three languages, three language families. They are different cultures and different traditions, but um, they, you know, they, they were, you know, forced onto this reservation and eventually the confederated tribes decided, okay, we're going to adopt a constitution. We're going to like, actually like put together, we're going to organize because Bonneville Dam was built and that flooded a huge, one of their major fishing sites. Um, and then another dam, the Dalles Dam was built um sometime in that same time frame and they sued in 1957 and were awarded four million dollars which you know go them um but uh the other thing i wanted to mention about them is that they are the group that m pushed the oregon legislative assembly so basically the oregon house mm -hmm. uh the oregon the, you know the, the congress oregon's congress mm -hmm. um to remove an offensive word from a bunch of different place names. Now, I'm going to say that word, so if you are going to be offended by a slur against Native Americans, I say this just in a sense of education and not with any any bile behind it, but the word is squaw, and it's used in a lot of places in the U.S. There's a fight um, about that uh, right now in Tahoe. Is squaw Valley is a very famous yep, resort. Yeah, yeah. yep, yep. And uh, federal lands uh, have had that word removed from them uh, as of last year by Dead Poland. Um, so that's that's the change there. That's tw twenty years yeah. of fighting to to get this name removed. So uh, way to go, Confederated Tribes of the Warm Springs. That's um, that's so interesting. I would just love to learn more about that in terms of yeah, you're you're sort of having to be in one quasi-governmental, but really a territorial um, government, but you are three separate nations. And like you're saying, with all these like different uh, pieces coming into it, where that really uh, is so, I'm so fascinated ab about confederated government and how that works in practice. Um, which I'm sure is very frustrating and very difficult um, to sort of be. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure it's a, it's not a piece of cake. Yeah. So to sort of have that done sort of against your will and then be to like, okay, well, this is our situation. And within this, how do we organize um, in a confederated fashion is, is very cool.
Um, I didn't mean, yeah. I was going to say uh, vibe check, but I didn't mean to cut you off if, if I was interrupting. But if not, let's hear, oh, the, let's I, hear those you know, vibes. I just clicked, I, I just clicked on the, the website for this. And it looks like they have three different, they have a chief for each of yeah, the that makes sense. nations. That's interesting. But then I wonder if I, there, there must be some, um, like sort of basically intergovernmental, like council or whatever, where yeah, yeah, the decisions of the nations are like sort of brought up and, and sort of consensually figured out among the three for those types of lobbying efforts, at least. Yeah, yeah, I, I should, I should do some more research into this. This could be really interesting to like, show how I mean, because if you really want to talk about it, this is definitely dual power on some level. Yeah. Sure. You know, like. Hmm. Yeah, that's fascinating. Um, uh, sh- shall we check vibes? vibes? Let's check vibes. 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 Right. If you have a vibe, it must be checked. If you like your vibes, you can keep it. <laughs> so I, I, I'm happy to start, and I'm going to preface this by saying, this is a really good story, and it was way more effective the first time I told it. So if you guys don't like it this time, that's... False, I think that you not... had a good practice run. That was a good rehearsal. So okay. I want to okay. see the finished product now. Okay. So first of all, this is a, there's like there's like two stories, really. Vibes are basically good, but chaotic. Uh, I had my, my first um, hospitalizable panic attack on Friday, and it was... I, I had like heard that they're awful and like people go to the hospital for a reason, even though it's not technically life-threatening. It is so awful. I, yeah. I was like shaking uncontrollably at times. I was, I had to be lifted from the, the ambulance into a wheelchair. Like oh, it was there, terrible. Yeah. I mean, it, it, you know, I, I feel fine now. Like it, 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 it I, I walked out of the hospital probably an hour and a half later. It's, it's mm-hmm. a bizarre thing to experience. Um, and then on Monday of this week, um, we so I, I work at a worker center and we've started doing uh, what people will call direct actions, but it's technically civil disobedience. Mm-hmm. Uh, look up David Graber's excellent. Um, I can just say it. Uh, yeah. So Graber's uh, analogy for distinguishing the things are uh, imagine a, a village where there's like one well and it's controlled by the mayor ineffective civil disobedience is to protest the mayor's house. Effective civil disobedience is to cut off his water supply. And then direct action is to dig your own fucking well. Um, Mm -hmm. Which I think is like, it's it's a useful analogy. Um, In this case, house actions can be effective. Like we did one recently that got um, a worker like almost um, $9,000. Yeah, like bosses really don't like being embarrassed in their fancy neighborhoods as it turns out. so, and as long like, as that's the case, we're going to embarrass them. Yep, yep. And it it's really fun seeing the look on their face when they're just like, how dare you? Uh, it, it's, oh, it's it's moi chef's kiss. Um, <laughs> so in this case, we scouted out the house about a week beforehand. Um, this dude, uh, I believe it was, oh man, the business. I, I think he, uh, the worker had done snow removal, but he clearly has like various businesses. Um, one of which is like landscaping. Mm-hmm. So we, we go to this cul-de-sac and like the house is the house with work trucks coming out of it. Like they're, <sighs> he's using it as, as the base of operations for his business. Mm-hmm. So we thought it seemed obvious. <laughs> like this is, this is, this is the right place. Like this is foreshadowing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Cause I'm a storyteller, Ben at heart. The, the, um, rehearsal, the hurt, rehearsal was great. 
Yeah. Keep, this, keep, this, this go, keep, keep it coming. That's all I needed. I'm going to keep it going. Um, <laughs> so we did the, we did the scouting. We came back a week later with a group of workers. Um, we start, um, ch- you know, chanting a, a bit and like telling the camera while we're there. Um, the worker and I go up to the, uh, the house to, to confront the boss. We asked like three people if he was there. Cause there's a guy working outside. There was a young woman inside. Um, and then who I believe described herself as, as his wife was also inside. And they all said, no, he's not, he's not here. He's, he's, uh, you know, he's at work or just, he's not here. Um, I hand her the, the, the letter of support and the evidence, uh, and said like, just so you know, he owes this guy a lot of money and, um, you know, he needs to pay up. And, and also this worker had won, he, he won a small claim suit against this boss. Like wow. he has it, 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 but guess what? The, the sheriff, if the sheriff of the county doesn't give a shit about your small claims victory, uh-huh. they are not going to enforce that on the rich white guy. Law is fake, everyone. Yep. Just remember that. Yeah. The law is fake. It's about power, not uh, rules. 100%. Um, so anyway, we quickly find out that this is not the house of the boss, but rather his ex-wife's house. <laughs> He, womp, womp, womp. he definitely used to live there and work out of there because it was the address of his business. Do you know when, uh, how long ago he was living there? No, no. I'm just I, curious I actually, about their relationship. I, I know, now. I know. I might, I might, I might text. I have hit both his number and his brother's number for weird reasons because his brother, <laughs> his brother immediately texted the worker, and then the boss immediately texted the worker. So even though we were at the ex-wife's house, it fucking worked because my nice. guess is. She was so pissed that people were protesting her house that she called her shithead ex and was like, you, you need to figure this out. This is Dude, unacceptable. Hell yeah. Make these people go away. Yeah. Pay the money. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so it was, it was not intentionally super effective, but it turned out to be super effective. Pokemon voice. Um, <laughs> and yeah, so my, so my week was, has been up and down. It was Friday was a panic attack. Saturday, no, Sunday I played basketball. I was fine, although a little bit shaky. And then Monday I did the direct action. And now we're negotiating with the boss to, to do the handoff of the check. So he's agreed to pay. He just, nice. he, he just, uh, he's being cagey that about rules. So, yeah. You needed um, a win and it yeah. happened. And I'm thrilled yeah. for you. Karma, I'm baby. Thrilled, I'm thrilled for this guy. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. It's great. It's, and, and yeah, it's, it's, um, it's definitely like, intense work but it's very gratifying so I'm, I'm, I'm lucky to be able to do it totally all right ben what are those vibes oh i got i i gotta do my yep. vibes now uh-huh. mm-hmm. i got vibes <laughs> my vibes are shit Aww. my vibes are mm. very bad and mm. and it's not like okay so sometimes you got very bad vibes for a very obvious reason right and sometimes you got very you got okay vibes despite having a good reason to have shit vibes. Sure. But sometimes you just have shit vibes for no really good reason. And that's where I'm at is I just have like just cat shit vibes. First of all, and... there are good reasons and the French have several terms for this. Uh, for the very ah, yes. varying shades of feelings, which are valid, which is um, I love on that we. one. Ennui. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so I guess so right. I, I was making that as I saying that as a joke, but that's actually where you're going. Okay. <laughs> where's good. the where where's the line between malaise and ennui? I think like, that's where, a very very uh, valid question. 
Um, uh, ennui is when you gaze longingly into the the sky in search of a into lo- the abyss. lost love or the abyss. But malaise is when the when the abyss gazes into you. <laughs> okay, so I think I might be gazing into the abyss, <laughs> not the, the abyss gazing into me. I like that. That's actually. I, I do think it is more ennui than malaise. I've been very. Um, I've been a real crank. Mm. Like these these vibes have made me cranky. I have uh, definitely pulled kind of a Nick Burns at work. Um, oh. uh, the, re- the the reference uh, for for those of you who aren't massive dorks like presumably the three of us is <laughs> is a, a, a one off Simpsons character who's legendary. No 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 no. Isn't no he? Come on now. No, is he not? No, Nick Burns, your company computer guy. That's oh, oh I'm sorry. I, I was think I was thinking I was thinking of the Simpsons character who hates Homer. Like he's a coworker who hates Homer. Who like spirals out because of how incompetent Homer is. How much he hates Homer. <laughs> I was thinking of that guy. I'm sorry. No, no, yeah. I, I, uh, I had had it up to here with people not doing a certain thing that they needed to do for themselves, and said as much this morning in the Slack. I mean, I, sometimes you got to say it though, right? Like it, it's setting boundaries at work Just is like, so hard. So. The good Lord would not have invented Slack. If he didn't mm-hmm. want us to go off. If he didn't want time us to, time. to spout off at yeah. our coworkers from time <laughs> to time. <laughs> that is why Slack was invented. Now, did your direct action get the goods? Did my direct action? <laughs> well, I didn't get bothered the rest of the day. Hey. I didn't even ask the same damn thing. <laughs> oh, I, I, I mean, I would have to give this like two or three business days to be really sure. Okay. <laughs> Oh, Godspeed. It's it's pretty sad. I, I yeah. Anyhow, uh, you know, and it's it's one of those things where like I've been there, and like where you're someone who doesn't know anything, and you gotta figure things out from not knowing anything, and it's hard. But also, mm. like, if all you do is say, "Well, I know that there's a few options that I can take, and one of them involves me not working and not learning anything," mm. that's the one I'm gonna take even though I know it's putting someone else out. Right. Like, eh, you're going to get yelled at in the company Slack at some point. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Fuck around yep. and find out. Uh-huh. <laughs> Especially if there's like, if there's opportunities to learn that skill and to have that skill be shared and you're just like, nah, no, 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 no. Yeah. It was the, I mean, yeah. the worst thing is like, it's not even that big of a deal. It's just when one person has to do all of it, it's a big deal. Yep. Now what I'm going to hope for, yeah. and I know this is, pie in the sky but it would be really romantic if we find out that the sequel to this story is that your co-worker is also experiencing ennui and that is why oh, they oh suck so God. much and then you guys just <laughs> talk about it and become really close and like best besties maybe, maybe and comrades and then you organize it's, the workplace yeah, this is a... just kidding i know that's tough <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's, 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 it's good luck in the tech industry there it's, oh my god it's the spider-man meme but for on we each of the spider-man yeah, is on exactly. uh, you know okay what which of of all the superheroes who who personal personifies on we better than spider that's true hmm. yeah. yeah yeah good point yeah he can Spider-Man never he can never, he can never fully love anyone because when he tries to he just gets web all over them, and so okay, it's gross. It's... <laughs> wow, you really went there, didn't you? You should see Tim, the look on my face right the, now. It is, Tim, it this is, is not all, the improv have... section of the show. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> <right>. God damn it! <laughs> um, 
Well, good luck with that colleague. That sucks now. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. It's fine. It's fine. I, I also like recently put in a giant, oh God, I'm going to say tech words. Uh, it's a thing called <laughs> an okay. RFC. We're, it's we're basically, nerds. We know, th- oh, I don't know what that is. Just kidding. I take it back. Uh, it's basically <laughs> like a, a report that says like, hey, I want, I want us to do something different at this company in this way. Mm. Can we do this? Mm-hmm. What do people think? Oh, and it made so many people mad. But so um, is this like this is like a Jerry Maguire situation, but it's solicited. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Actually, I think "help you help me" is definitely a good way to describe <laughs> what an RFC is supposed to do. Okay, great. Or help me help you help, me, yeah. help yourself. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever the fuck that was. But um, then they got mad. Well, some people did because I said we should change a lot of things. Yeah. And they were like, ah, I don't want to change a lot no, of things. That means, I like I'm to shop the old way. I'm shocked that to means that. If we did things bad, that means that I was a part of doing things bad, and I feel bad about that, so we can't I do it. I honestly think that might be part yeah. of it. I honestly think that might be part of it. It's just like, oh, yeah, actually, when you put it that way, no, that's, um, I'm going to have to defend this. Yeah. But I've been there, too. You know, I've been there where I'm like, oh, I've got to defend this work, even though I know it is a piece of shit mm. how did you get over that stop doing that or have you how did, have you stopped how doing did that? i stop doing that yeah. well i mean maybe i have stopped i hope i have stopped doing that um i think honestly uh, a lot of dsa kind of beat that out of oh, me dude. like i spent a lot of time like putting my guts into a lot of things in DSA that I no longer can really Justify. say in good conscience that I think are doing any good in the world. And uh, I had to just kind of let them go and be like, yeah, I did. I did just sink a shit ton of time. Yeah, I was going to say that's thing. getting over sunk cost fallacy stuff is yeah. really hard. But it feels yeah. so good when you stop caring. That's the thing. I think that's the thing that people need to to get. And if you're doing something like this in a personal relationship, in work, uh-huh. in organizing, in organizing or in organizing, uh, you should very, very much, um, if it sucks, hit the bricks. Yeah. And also, like, if it sucks and you made it, still hit the bricks. Like, yeah. Give it the finger. Mm-hmm. Give it the old uh, Italian umbrella gesture and walk away. We, we yeah. really have to. I, I'm, I'm going to remind uh, both of you. Uh, which I mean, I said this once, and now I'm being a prick about it. That yeah. we ha- we have we have to do an enemies to the show episode, and we also yes. have to do a like principles and like here like heroes mm-hmm. of the show. And I will say okay. the, sh- the share zone is it, yes. in my opinion. I, hero I do of the think show. that the share zone does have some good. I mean, Life the tips. philosophy books <laughs> that could be written, right? Yeah. yeah. Listen, like this, this show is about liberation, so uh, and, very helpful in that regard. And also uh, hating yourself, which is obviously a big part of the show's own. Yeah, so, I mean, there's a bit of that, yeah. too. Um, to a schmedium degree, not too much. Don't go overboard. Right, yeah. To, to, to a schmedium yeah. degree. Yeah, I, I, so I, yeah. I, I, what, about, what about frenemies of the show? Do we have oh, frenemies yeah, of the show? Oh, that's a, that's yeah. a good question, actually. I, like I think we I like could that. plumb those depths because I personally try to live my life. I'm not totally successful with this, but I try to turn frenemies into enemies or friends. I don't like the middle ground. Oh. I don't like being in limbo. It's a, it's the Schrodinger's cat. This, this, yeah. You gotta just yeah. fucking open the box This, might, this might be the show now, actually, is talking about frenemies of the show. 
Uh, first, first one I can think of is Bernie Sanders. Yeah. Right? That's uh, the most yeah. obvious. Sanders he is, is a frenemy of the show. show. Yeah. Totally. Like, Yo, like, title, like, Bernie Sanders is yeah. frenemy of the show. That's, that's Yeah, it. totally. Gold. Um, <laughs> what was I going to say? Oh, it doesn't matter. It was just improv brain stuff. So these, these are I, basically, yeah. this is basically problematic faves or heartbreakers. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the they thing exist. about it is like, you know, just like, uh, you know, in, in physics, you can't tell the difference between like, a you know, a black hole and a white hole based on like, you know, whatever speed you're going or wherever. You can't really tell the difference between a heartbreaker and a problematic mm. fave at a certain velocity. That's you know? true. Yeah. So I would I, imagine it, at a certain uh, distance as well, if you're too close. Yes, to it. My, my proposal is that we go around the horn and each present possible frenemies of the show and discuss until we get okay. bored of it okay. and decide okay. to move on. Okay. I'm ready. So okay. I'm not, I'm I am ready. not creative. I cannot do this off the top of my head, but you all start and then I can. Okay. Yeah. No pressure whatsoever. You'll, we you'll, can, we can you'll just, generate yeah, them yeah. for me. You'll, yeah. you'll prick my, the, okay. My yep. creative process. Yep. Okay. Go ahead. It's, instead of, instead of, yeah, I'm going back to, we're going back to a, uh, what's the Quaker thing? Like let the spirit move you. Yeah, hell yes, yeah. Oh, yeah. yes. That's yeah. right. Uh, I, I'm actually pretty familiar with that kind of. It's a good. It's a. It's a I, good. I feel premise. like I feel like there's enough of that in in how I grew up that I'm. I guess improv really was a pretty good choice for me, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Because what is, what is let the spirit move you but religious improv? <laughs> True. It is true. It is a performance. Um, you gotta be convincing. Let, you gotta believe what's in it. The, what, what's in the Bible? What's in the Bible? All right, all right. Um, <laughs> I believe that is in the Book of Numbers that says, "Fuck around and find out." <laughs> <laughs> all right, Ben. What's what's your what's your proposed I, frenemy? Okay, so my proposal for uh, frenemy of the show. Are you ready? Yeah. Uh, because you're gonna throw bananas at me and like run me out of town, run me out of town on the railroads, but but tie, comrade William Smith, uh, for you know obviously giving us all some good good humor, <laughs> and uh, honestly, I mean he hit a millionaire. Like, what are you gonna say? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I got sure. confused about William Smith. I was like, who's that? And I'm like, okay, I get it now. Yeah. I, yeah. I had to use the full. I yeah. Actually, I think his name is actually like Wilfred or something. <laughs> I, so. We're going to find out. I'm going to look up on Wikipedia what Will Smith's we, actually we, we, did, we did not agree to not talk about this. And actually, I'm kind of happy that we're talking about it a little bit. Because like, right, there's a reason why people think this is uh, interesting. And it's, as you said, Ben, the, the right take is that. A, a really rich guy hit a slightly less rich guy because yeah. of a joke during a internationally broadcast award ceremony, which is fucking hilarious, like on its face. Just, it, it was really yeah. amazing. By the yeah. way, his given first name is actually Willard. Nice. Oh, nice. Oh, that, I think that's I like the that. best Will name. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's an under, underrated Will name. Um, underrated Will. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I also will say, like, the fun thing about it, too, uh, is is that, like, because I'm inclined to agree. I'm, I'm leaning towards I agree that he's a friend of me of the show. I, <laughs> I'd love to see somebody with, like, a very carefully crafted public persona, like, this sort of, like, sweet, jokey, non-threatening guy 
just fucking lose it. <laughs> like, absolutely like, fucking absolutely lose it and lose square it. up. It's like the man, the man was like going back to his kickboxing classes and like really squaring up. I, I'm also, okay, only, I, I will pass the baton in a second. The other thing is like, Chris Rock's response wasn't bad. He took a, he took the slap really well. Like he, he, he didn't like. Yeah. I, I mean, if yeah. you want to talk about yeah. taking a hit, like he did a good job. But there's so <laughs> many, so many jokes he could have made that would have been so much better than I'm just like, are you really that funny, Chris? Like. It, okay. Well, that's been an open question for decades. Is Chris Rock really that funny? The yeah. The answer is no. I don't know. No, he doesn't have a, he has a funny cadence. That's basically what he has. Um, but like. He could have made an H. Uh, 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 I was gonna say H. P. Lovecraft, but it's uh, L. Ron Hubbard joke. Like, oh, did did L. Ron Hubbard teach you to slap that way? So he could have made. So, so yeah. Tim, are you being psychic? Because I just learned this is a tweet that did not get a lot of attention, but this is somebody who has had Scientology sicked on them, and he specifically said that Will Smith sicked Scientology. Really. On him. Check oh, this out. Shit. Wow. So wait, let me back up half a step because I just want to say at face value from what happened. Like, mm-hmm. I, I support what happened. Like, I support Will. Mm-hmm. That seemed like a very human response. I also read that this was, and I said this to y'all between takes, is that is that um, apparently there's history there where Chris had gone after Jada before and, like, he knew, mm-hmm. like, don't do that. And so he decided to poke the bear, which is just like, are you guys even friends? Like, are you just, you're just a dick, dude. No, and no. also your, it, your joke sucked. It was G.I. Right. Jane, which is also kind of, a, it's a ter- super dated. It's not yeah. funny. It it's also weirdly like that movie is really problematic. Just like it's a misogynistic thing right. to say. And then and then right. also I just want to make sure folks know like she has alopecia, which is uh, the right. sim- symptom that she's experiencing among many from an autoimmune disease that she has. Mm-hmm. It's like the whole thing is painful and gross. And dude had a ton of warning to not do that, and he decided to do it anyway. So he got popped and whatever. But Here's the part that is interesting, and so I think that can all be true, and apparently it is a big thing in Scientology. They teach classes on it. You have to do this, where in Scientology, people do straight up slap each other, like that kind of open-handed slap. Oh, shit. Yeah, for people who are, like, not having correct thought, it's to, like, correct you. I made made that joke about Will Smith slapping Chris Rock, which, again, is at its core, just really funny, uh, on Twitter. And people were like, well, Chris Rock was a suppressive person. But that's actually what was that's happening. Actually oh, true. my God. That's actually true. That's really what was happening. Holy <laughs> shit. Yeah, so the specific Holy thing. Holy shit. So you know those meltdowns that, like, Tom Cruise does on set where he just yeah. screams at people? So that's, like, he's supposed to hit them, but, like, he doesn't do that to like non-scientology he knows, yeah. people right but he's doing go, the same go. thing like the shit that he says is as part of that like class for like and if you and specifically the the thing that seems really relevant here is that not only are you taught to do that but you're also expected to do it like if you don't respond to like that then disrespect then you then will would be in trouble with david miscavige or whoever the fuck is running I, that show i was, was I really do wonder if that was like an L. Ron Hubbard thing? Because it, it feels like Probably. the whole the whole of Scientology is kind of like his ego just like splayed out his into oh, this. Yeah, yeah, yes, one hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Huh. Wow. So, that... so Will Smith, like me, like uh, like I, I, it makes sense on the face of it, and also there's some fuck, real fucked up shit going on here. Yeah. People are, okay. you know, yeah, he's Atlanta contrasts. 
I'm also going to propose, based on the, the, the This is a Libertarian Socialist podcast, we have to have consensus on these. So if someone says okay. this person's not a friend of me of the show, they're not a friend of me of the show. Well, I, I think I might be, I, I might be re retracting mm. my uh, nomination for friend of me of the show on the basis of fucking Scientology. This, yeah, this, so this, see, if you look into your frenemies enough, you will either go enemy or friend. the waveform. That's yes. right. right. I like it. That's right. right. Yeah. Okay. Um, here, I'm, I'm going to propose one. I don't think we've actually talked about this before, but in, in light of, of his uh, sort of weird uh, doddering, doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about turn in the last few years, which is understandable, I'm proposing Noam Chomsky. Enemy of the oh, show. Enemy, oh, enemy. No, he's a hard enemy. Enemy, for me. enemy, yeah, enemy. Okay. I'm sorry. Okay. I have a linguistics degree. He can't be my friend. Of me at all. <laughs> yeah, he's kind of like the Freud of linguistics, isn't he? Like he, like he is yeah. definitely the Freud of yeah. linguistics is a very nice way to put yeah. it. And I would love to have a Chomskyan linguist listen to this episode and just like explode with rage, just like. <laughs> Punch out like Chad a hole in their door. Wasn't listening. To wasn't that. like so like I don't want to get into the, the linguistics thing too much because I'm dumb. But like wasn't like hit part of his thing that like the definition of language and as as a essential thing or inherent part of the human brain is like embedding ideas within other ideas. Like it was this very specific like this is the the line between a, actual language and just like saying words or saying like individual concepts yeah, and why so you're talking about the like the the language universals idea of uh, and it, forgive me y'all linguists it's been a real long no time i'm sorry i didn't mean to put you this don't, I, I, don't roast yeah. that yeah. on linguist twitter you guys no it's totally fine <laughs> linguist twitter linguistics twitter is, is, being... is fucking savage you don't want to you don't want to go there <laughs> you know it really fucking is you don't want to you don't want to mess I only I only follow those members of linguist Twitter that I follow are also left Twitter people. Mm -hmm. Do not fucking follow any other linguist Twitter people because Excellent. they I mean you wanna talk I mean I I can deal with malice, but man, I cannot deal <laughs> with uh functionalists. I'm sorry, they'll kill you. Um No the so yeah, the idea was basically that like the the structure of language arises from like an inherently inherently arises from a feature of the human brain. Okay. Yeah. I'm not going to go into much more than that because I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to look like a big doofus, but uh, fundamentally I think that if I'm not mistaken, neurolinguistics has put the lie to the idea that it's, it's, uh, it's quite as, explicit as that also he's done recent genocide denial and that's the other that's why yeah, he's, he's that's done why he's genocide my enemy denial. yeah you don't yeah. you don't come and back from that and frankly he's not even trying no yeah the, the, i i i see here's the thing like i'm 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 probably the, the most like um i don't know if I say it, i don't need to rank us but like I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty willing to be like hey you said a fucked up thing and you realized it and you you apologized for it and and like showed understanding cool but you have um, to apologize and if you don't yeah yeah the apologizing part is kind of essential it's, it's weird how people who deny genocides uh always double down <laughs> they, they always yeah, double down it is yeah. funny how that works yeah. <laughs> and i don't know like it, 
I'm I'm glad he's not the most prominent example of an anarchist anymore. Uh, like yeah. that's good. Oh my God. Yeah, it's great. So, well, also hasn't he uh, eschewed us? He doesn't describe oh, yeah. himself as I think such that's right. at this point. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's definitely eschewed Antifa as as an idea. <laughs> oh fuck yeah. off, God! <laughs> just just take take a. Tick a Take a permanent nap. You'll, you'll. Yeah. Well, he's gonna pretty soon. Yeah. Okay. Don't engage Look, my ageism uh, because I will go off. So that's rude. And well, I, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, yeah. I'm not. I'm not really even being ageist. The man is like 94. Yeah. yeah. He is not yeah. gonna live that no. much longer. Yeah. No. Uh, that's not ageism. That's just knowing the average human life. It's <laughs> true. We have. We, um, we have. We have. We have a a hard. We have a hard limit, as it turns out. So. Yeah. yeah, it turns out we don't we don't hit a whole lot more than a hundred, basically <laughs> ever. Um, also, he's a snowbird, so like, is he? that's another point against. Well, I mean, he's in Arizona now. He was at oh MIT, and then he god. got too old and uh, moved to Arizona. Uh, oh my yeah. god! Okay. Yeah, just stop answering your emails, Gnome. Enjoy your yeah. Just take your, it easy, man. Just like yeah. go in your hammock and leave everybody alone. I, <laughs> There is no reason that if I were 94 fucking years old that wow. I would be responding to any email ever. No. no. Oh, yeah. yeah, I forgot about Oof. that joke, which is not a joke, is that this man does respond to your emails about absolutely anything. He does, yeah. I believe he's even respond. I don't think it I want to say it was Michael Tracy. I don't think it was him, but it was somebody like that that just emailed him some asshole jokey thing and Gnome responded, like, immediately. <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, the... the- the the awful back and forth I had with Eric Loomis today on my <laughs> oh, yeah, account. Baby. Tim caught the talk Eric about. Loomis that block. Is enemy of the show. There enemy is of yeah, the show. Yeah. That was really fun. <laughs> I, I I so for context, and I, I want to get back to the Fred and Beef thing because I think it's really fun. Um <laughs> I have a I have a, a private account that many of you who listen know, and I have a public account for my job and uh, that I still pick fights on sometimes because <laughs> I love to see it. I thought you were just being totally professional on there, so this was heartwarming. No, I've I've gotten a lot more. Ever ever since I stopped working for a, a, the Public Interest Network, I got a lot more spicy. Um, yeah, it turns out if yeah, yeah. Uh, so you just keep I, your. I the, so is the is the delineation then? If you're spicier on your professional account than on your private, are, is the delineation just that you keep the, your Mr. Bean content? Yeah, it's, 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 I primarily ship post in my private account, uh, just because like it, you don't want don't to ship post on me. No, I know it's, it, it, it's cowardly, but whatever. Um, no, no, I'm not yeah. saying it's cowardly. I am. I'm saying, I'm saying, I no, I'm saying actual, like yeah, I, associated with my name account. I would never ship. I'm, post. I'm saying I'm a coward and I, I'm fine with that. <laughs> um, but yeah, so for context, Loomis is a, in brief, anti-communist labor quote-unquote historian who uh anti-communist labor yeah. okay so he's even worse than i thought he was he's, i thought he was just like a tanky guy he, no he, he doesn't no, admit he doesn't lib. admit to being yeah yeah he's a lib he, he, he's a lib he doesn't oh. he doesn't admit he doesn't, to being, he doesn't admit to being no. anti-communist no and that he was the crux of it like a that. lib labor guy yeah oh yeah. no he, yeah. he he routinely he basically said say, it's really good that anarchists got like killed and imprisoned yep. and purged yep. today right. I, I mean that's yeah okay so but like that does not narrow it down. That could be a TV, that could <laughs> be a true, labor, true. that could be a No, but he's 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 both anti he's he's both anti-anarchist and anti-communist. 
he yeah. thinks that okay, their so that their records again. Yeah. How is he not a sock dem? I'm not sure. No, he is. I mean, but I bet, but, I bet he would yeah. say that he is or adjacent. I yeah, don't know. He would I'm use sure. that language. Yeah. But Probably I think says those are his... he is, but he's yeah. more liberal than yeah. that. Either. Yeah. yeah. So the 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 gestation of the the stupid Twitter battle that gave me joy this morning uh, was um, basically saying that like when communists were systematically purged from the labor movement, that was just they'd worn out their welcome, which implies that they deserved it. Like it's like, it's pretty much saying it. They're just like, oh yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah, we don't have space for these like uh, uh, brilliant organizers with uh, actual principles behind what they're doing. Many of whom had, I'm sure, terrible politics. I know this. Like I know the history of the labor movement. Okay, not great, but like okay. Um, and so I just like quote tweeted saying, "Hey, this guy's an anti-communist. That's an ideology. Weird, he doesn't acknowledge he's uh, that and that he has an ideology, and he's mad at people for having ideologies. That's dumb." Uh, and he, <laughs> he responded basically saying, um, it's, oh, it's funny that you think I hate communists, uh, left Twitter's crazy. And it's like, bro, you just expressed your distaste for the people that you claim not to hate. Like, right. what are you also, doing? There's something like tankies are the worst, but at least they say it with their chest where they're like, mm -hmm. hey, I, w I can't wait to kill you guys. And I'm like, okay, right. you yep. are psychotic, but no, okay. I, but I, these I guys much... are like, I'm I'm really happy that these annoying people were just like done away with, but I don't want to engage with what that means. Like the they violence. disappeared yeah. from the movement somehow. Right. Well, right. And, and what he what he's doing, and actually, like, I think this is actually I, I think the thing I'm about to say is interesting, so get get ready. <laughs> okay. Um, Whoa, you're going to say something yeah. interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think the, the, the lib uh, dismissal of the left is usually just, like, rote and doesn't have anything behind it. I think what he's okay. trying to do, and this is based on our uh, stupid back and forth, is that he thinks that there used to be principled communists. He mm -hmm. hates them but sort of respects them because they were, mm -hmm. like, people who had power and stuff. But yes. The t left Twitter is just a blob of people that he has uh, contempt for and yes. doesn't think of as people, probably. Um, ultimately, I basically said, like, he, he said I was lying by calling him an anti communist and that I was insulting him, which is true. I did insult him. I said he has a, <laughs> I said he has a massive ego, and, and <laughs> that, that's true. Um, and then I like he was like, uh, uh, do you like I said I work at a worker center. I don't have time for this shit. Like I talk to actual workers. You should try it, which is being condescending, yeah, but he deserves it. Yeah, yeah got got him. Nailed yeah, it. Um, he did. That was probably part of the final. It was one of one of the final nails in the coffin <laughs> of our relationship, which I am mourning right now. Um, I would, I, I, I'm gonna ask because our our listeners want to know: Did you? get the block. I did. Yeah. I did get the block. Yes. You earned absolutely. it. Yeah. Yeah. The final. So, so when I said, uh, after he, like, he basically commanded me to like educate myself on labor history, <laughs> which You're was like, just I like know, reading one of my many yeah. fine books. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. Get, send me your books, Eric. I'll, I'll pretend to read them. Um, All right. and then I was, I, I was like, yeah, I, I, I'm sorry. I don't have time. Cause I talked to actual workers every day for my job at a worker center. You should try it. Uh, he said, oh, do you do you do you lie about and insult them as well? And then I, <laughs> I, I again, I want to take a, se a second to say I am embarrassed that I'm describing this back and forth as I describe <laughs> it, because who give a shit? But I'm going to finish it. Uh, official, 
official pod yeah. position, Eric Loomis is a huge bitch. Yeah, he's such a yeah. bitch. That I, I want to say a worse thing, but I'm not going to say it because I didn't yeah, even know who yeah, this guy was until yeah. this morning. But oh, I'm, really? I'm you didn't yeah. see that? This, yeah, I'm so sure. this, the, t- I, Tim, I, I, Tim, I'm I don't sure want to cast dispersion, but you, Tim, is not the uh, the the. Oh no, he does what, this. What is all the word the, that I want? Yeah, it happens all the time. He gets yeah, he does this all the time. Oh, I'm sure. All the time. I'm sure. Yeah, people. there's lot. There's yeah. lots of these characters on Twitter. Right. I just I don't know all of them necessarily. It, the the problem is that he actually takes up a lot of space in yes. in the field of labor history. Like he is a yeah. problem for for yeah. for her for that field. Um, yeah. But to get back to my 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 uh, uh, slam dunk, my my boom shakalaka. Uh, <laughs> So, so he, he, I said the thing about the worker center, you should go talk to actual people. You, you fucking out of touch nerd. Um, <laughs> he said, uh, do you lie, lie about and, uh, insult them? And I said, no, uh, I have a lot of respect for them. I have no respect for you basically. Nice. And then he, then he blocked me. So, eh, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, I was going to say, I don't think it's that different from, the embarrassing the boss, right? Like we talk about this with local organizing in DC all the time is that the window is closing in this post Trump, which is not really post Trump cause he's coming back. Maybe oh, yeah, uh, yeah. post Trump universe where um, the, we have a very narrow window here that is rapidly closing where it is even possible to make people feel shame and embarrassment and sort of like community opprobrium. And so, like, it's not that different to me to showing up at the boss's house, although you have a direct, you know, demand there. But it's like, if people are taking up too much space, are causing harm, um, and you can embarrass them, like, that's nonviolent. Yep. That's like the, like, let's do it. Because that, that's just not, not going to last. And I'm very scared for what, what we're going to have to do after that point. Yeah, it's it's. So I would then go ahead. I would like to say, uh, Tim, what you should be doing is you should be DMing Eric Loomis's ex-wife. <laughs> I mean, that's a, that's assuming that anyone ever loved Eric Loomis, and that's a really oh, big assumption. Oh, it's a yeah. burns continue. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so Eric Loomis confirmed enemy of the show. That's a non yes, very non-issue. much so. Yeah. No, yeah. Um, oh my God. Yeah, he's he's it, to me. It's a thing where we were talking about this a little bit before the show, but it's like he's a talented historian in that he's good at like crafting narratives about history that um, convince others, and that is dangerous if you have a terrible right. ideology. Like that's yeah. that's it's propaganda at that point, which you know all history kind well, of is. Everything's yeah. propaganda, right? Exactly, though. exactly, but. There's good. It's just it's ba- it's the bad kind of propaganda. Exactly, it's <laughs> yes. propaganda for the for the the people that I don't like, and who are wrong. Yeah, right. yeah. Um, anyway, uh, do we want to? Uh, do... Oh, sorry. I was just no, gonna say. Good. I mean, that this is this no. is this is also the whole critical race theory, which I hate to even call it that because that's not what it is. Um, like, fight is that um, who who gets to decide the lens through which to look at facts. Like he is looking at like Haymarket and coming away with the completely wrong conclusion because he's a piece of shit and his ideology right. sucks. Right. Um, and so if he, he, if he's taking up that space and teaching people about those historical events through that very slanted lens, which is straight up dehumanizing, which is mm-hmm. the same thing that anti CRT people are doing is like, we know what the facts are 
And the, the very, very, very hardcore, like, version of that is, like, real, like, Hitler Youth shit, which we are rapidly, rapidly approaching, is, like, you won't even hear that those facts happened. But, like, the the medium ground or the uh, what's on the, um, the slope to getting there is that... Um, is not only like whose stories get told and who gets thought of as people like uh, history is written by the victors or whatever. Right. But also like, just so just like downplaying and justifying dehumanization and death because those people don't matter. Yep. And it's, he's not doing anything different at the end of it's, the day. He's just picking his people that he cares about. And that he yeah. care about. It's, it's the thing that the, not the only thing, but one of the main things that, liberals and sock dems have in common with tankies is that like tendency to dehumanize people who are inconvenient to their political project mm-hmm. um yep i actually want to talk about that a little bit that w- led into something i was i've been thinking about a lot which is just the idea of politics and how how in a corner the kind of liberal position has gotten itself hmm. mm. in the era of Trump, in the era of like, okay, we know that these people tried to overthrow the U.S. government, but we're not going to do anything about it. Mm-hmm. Like that crew has really like really bound themselves up into a place that, you know, <laughs> just there's no coming back from. Um, And that is... This, I mean, and Eric Loomis is a great example of it, of saying, oh, I, you know, I just don't want to deal with people with an ideology. Mm-hmm. Like, motherfucker, everybody has yeah. an ideology. It's mm-hmm. the problem. And it's not, it's like an accent. When you say you don't have an accent, it's because you have the dominant accent. Was that, when, I, I, dumb question, was that, that was something that Marx talked about, right? That like ideology is just an inherent thing to being a person. Are you asking me what Marx said? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Are you I treating know. me as someone other I than know. a dumbass? I know. Please. I know. It, but but well, yeah. But that's to what, me. That's I thought like, what that's you like were going to ask yeah. is Ben. You had re- recommended on the last uh, episode that uh, we listened to that podcast episode about Squeakor. and I did. Yes. And I did want to throw myself out the window the whole time, but I stuck it out. And yeah, that's that's the argument that they're they're making is that there's this it's liberal, but it's also this is people writing about uh, in science fiction and um, fantasy genre um, Mm. that you have this. And like J.K. Rowling is like the uh, sort of headliner of this. And then also obviously like more whatever, like prestige authors and whatever. And like Joss Whedon on like the TV level. Where (laughs) there's like there's an ideology that pervades it that is in everything and and you see the nasty nasty like way that that what that means what has happened with deeper discussions about JK Rowling in the past couple of years and pretending that that's not there um is a a disservice to readers and extremely fucked up because it it's it's um not only shaping what readers are thinking but it's also shaping like the future of writers what they think that they need to write what they think can get placed what they think is um commercially successful it's fucked up right yep absolutely um i think that one of the things that people forget is that politics is literally everything yeah like 
I see people, and I saw a post the other day that was like, oh, I don't defriend people over politics, and here's what I think is politics. Oh, should we, you know, and it's just like municipal shit, right. like, you know, like the, the, the fine details. And here's where I will defriend you if you think, you know, trans people aren't human. Right. I'm like, look, actually, all of that shit is political. Right. Um, and you're just going to have to get used to it. And wait, did actually, they? Wait, 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 wait. Can you back up half step? Did you say that a person was like announcing, like, I'm a trans ally and that's not political? Did I hear you right? I, well, I, I think that is an unfortunate ben, way that Ben, could be is read. that really what you're saying right now, Ben? <laughs> ben. No, that's not what I'm saying. I know. That's what they were saying. <laughs> but I think. Yeah, I I don't think that they thought it through when they posted. Okay. Yeah, okay. I mean, this is, is life and death shit right now. And that is political. Right. Absolutely. Well, and and, and, and yeah. the problem is when people think that politics means bad and argumentative for no reason. Right. No, actually, it's argumentative for a good goddamn reason. <laughs> and actually, it's totally okay to end friendships over whether you agree that a freeway should be built. I also think that's totally fine. I think that that also lets people let themselves off the hook for what is the biggest political blow up of most white people's lives every year, which is Thanksgiving, is that <laughs> is is that they think that those I mean, they know that those convers those conversations are political on some level. But like people will say shit that is totally fucking unacceptable and hurtful um, and dangerous and violent, be, be, but they don't think that they're being political in doing that because it's not in a political arena. Um, oh, sure. Right. Yeah. But yeah, but then if, you don't have to take responsibility take... for your own, what you're putting out in the world and how you're treating other people. Right. And even if you're coming to that from a position of like, I'm not saying I don't, I don't get in fights over politics. But this, what my uncle said at Thanksgiving, isn't politics. Right. This is about someone's life. Yeah, right. You're still kind of selling it the wrong direction. Right. The right direction is, no, literally every fucking thing in this world is politics. And politics is literally just assigning an emotional value to a fact mm. or a story, whether that story is factual or not. Mm. So I mean, I'm, that's all it is. You're making me if realize... If you assign I... any emotional value to anything that is an event then you're engaging in politics. I, you're making me realize I don't really know like the technical definition of it, but I would say no, I would, I, I, I would, either. I just made that up. I mean, I would just suggest that it's ultimately, I mean, you kind of said this a minute ago, it's like about power. These are all about power struggles, who wins and who loses and all these things that even seem like an interpersonal or an interfamily or a local debate, whatever. It's about who dominates and who is dominated. That's what political yes. fights are. Mm -hmm. Well, it's it's also why, like, um, not to analogize to my own life too much because I've done that many times in this episode. Sorry for talking about myself. <laughs> no, we love it because I both. Did. How dare! I mean, I I have a very complicated history of speaking of of myself because I mostly hate doing it, and then when mm. I do it and enjoy it, I feel bad. Uh, <laughs> but like, it, it's it's a thing where. Um, like Ben, you posted a really good thread on the Twitter recently that was like about like how much um, a problem of the left is the sort of like hyperfixation with labeling 
uh, tendencies. Oh yeah. And then like that those become social divisions because that's how yeah. that works. Um, I am homies with a lot of people in the Twin Cities who are sock Dems or, you know, uh, people that I, I think are like fundamentally wrong about their theories of change, but it's because they're people that like, I can have meaningful conversations with and that we have mutual empathy and like can work together on projects and have goals in common. Yeah. And like, it, that's, I'm cool with that. I'm okay mm -hmm. with making that the boundary. Like I, if somebody is going to be a, a huge, um, ob, like, uh, 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 um, mm, ends focused asshole, like by any means necessary, we have to do this thing. A, a rat fucker. Yeah. Like, and there are anarchists who uh, so-called anarchists are like, they're not anarchists. But oh, like, oh yeah. my God. There There's are so many, anarchists so who many. Yeah, of course, because that's a, 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 that's a thing we can all go down in bad circumstances and because of living in capitalism, which is, that's the thing that underlies that to some extent. That's the bad circumstance. Right. Yes. Yeah. So like, I, I'm, I'm like, I think th there is a hypothetical big tent in terms of multi-tendencies, but probably is closer to like the people that you know and trust uh -huh. in the place that you live and not part of an organization. Um, uh -huh. I say as the person who stubbornly refuses to quit DSA for reasons I don't want to get into right now, but yeah. Anyway, yeah. Like I mean, it's like, it's like you're like you're saying, this this stuff's all political, and it also, to me, leads to like, ultimately, we're we're all gonna fuck up. We're all gonna be assholes at some time, and we're all gonna like be wrong or or you know misguided at some time. But like having those like pathways of empathy that lead to mm -hmm. something that could do something is all that we have. And that's uh -huh. like ultimately what like informs my politics. Uh -huh. um, uh, also uh, yeah. next, next frenemy of the show that I'm proposing is uh, Gallagher, the comedian. Okay. No, sorry. We're not going down that road. Cause he smashed, although smashing, he smashed up. Smashing yeah. watermelons yeah. is yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, he smashed up. It's cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I want to say, um, you know, it doesn't really matter who you are in this world. Your theory of change is not going to survive the 2040s, yeah. Yeah. period. Yeah. Yeah. It's not going to. This stuff There's is nothing not you about, can do about that. It's shit. not about being right. It's yeah. about figuring right. it out. What is the, I oh. like that. It, this has come out a lot in my defendant calls recently because we're sort of at this um, juncture where pe some people have taken pleas and some people are staying in. And we're kind of, I, I liked this very much. It was like an organizing call about like, you know, we, you sort of, for direct action, you sort of have your affinity group or you don't in, in my case, which, is, which was the problem. Um, but you sort of have made a decision in advance that's somewhat, you know, risk informed about what role you're going to play. Um, and then all those things change when you're in like a post arrest environment and you're you're we're reshuffling like that in a legal in like a litigation phase so mm. there were like green people and red people day of and now for litigation there's green people and red people and your roles may have changed like you may mm. have changed it's been almost a year since i was arrested yeah. like it's really wild what a different like place that i'm in um and so why am i saying that uh you just said something very specific i wanted to refer 
uh, respond uh, to that. Your theory of change won't survive the 2040s? Oh, so yeah. So this word that keeps coming up, which I, I know I know it and I am familiar with it, but I always like it slips my mind. It's so helpful to me um, is that our practice is emergent. Right. Like we're figuring this yes. out as we do it, like yes. together, because things are always changing. And that's not invalid. Like that's often the only real thing we can do. It's all, it's also like one of the biggest problems I have in organizing spaces. Um, maybe especially DSA, even though like I I love a lot of people, if not most of the people I know in my local chapter, is like we have to try things out. Yeah. And if we're not doing that and we're not thinking creatively and like, not to say taking risks in terms of like arrestability, but just like taking risks in terms of like what we're doing. Yeah. Like I, I you know, to call back to the direct action thing I talked about earlier, which is again, this is a, that was a group effort. I'm not taking credit for it at all. Um, like it's that, that is a small step towards something that might be more powerful. I I'm proud that I'm a part of it, but like, yeah, just to clarify, um, I, I suck and, and nothing I do is good. So just like, remember that when I'm talking about oh good God. things I do. <laughs> um, <laughs> but like the way that that came about was me talking to my, my coworker, Elmer, who's a hot shit organizer and being like, maybe we should start just like going and like yelling at bosses. Or, yeah. 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 And, and Elmer, it may be that Elmer proposed it to me. I, I can't remember exactly how it happened, but it was like, you have to, think like, okay, this isn't working. This obviously mm -hmm. isn't working. What else can we do? And unless that's a part of your thinking, you're just going to do stuff that's comfortable because it yeah. is satisfying because it's comfortable. And yeah. Right. Yeah. And the, I, I mean, I think the thing to remember is, is not to be too, not to be too hard on people who are doing that. Yeah. But at the same time, don't do that. Right. Um, it's kind of tricky but also like to reiterate, like even your most radical theory of change, even your most like militant theory of change is not going to survive the next two decades. Right. It's just not going to. And so who I can deal with and who I can be friends with and who I can organize with are people whose theory of change is not going to kill me. Right. Or exactly. Get <laughs> right. Killed. Yeah. right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, cause I don't think any of us knows if it's going to be like, a loose connection or uh, collection of like feudal corporate states that are constantly fighting or just like an authoritarian uh, government here that resembles. Or any number yeah. of other things. It could be anything. There's so There's many so possibilities. Many so many ways this could go. Nobody knows. And if anybody tells you they know, they're full of shit as always. Absolutely. But like, it, I don't know, not to pontificate more, but like, you know, do things with people and develop trust with them because you're going to need that if and when things go south. And that also helps build um, the, like like political structures that matter. It really does. Like that, those are the things that like when, 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 when the state disappears, those are the things that keep people alive and keep them like, like uh, can build towards something that's different and better. Yeah, and like those structures and those relationships will have to be constantly iterative, and it is mm -hmm. trial and error, and some of those errors are going to get us killed, but we don't really have any other like options. You just have to keep trying. So I think that the, I just want to be specific that from where I sit, the thing about building trust with 
people, I think in a hierarchical model, it's often like trust that someone is in charge and will tell you what to do and that mm. they know what they're doing. Yeah. And, and the trust here is like, none of us know you have to trust each other to try things together and try to keep each other safe the best that we can and know that that's not a hundred percent. Right. Okay. Uh, I, I think Ben, sorry, did, that... real, real quick. Next friend of me of the show that I'm, I'm, I'm proposing <laughs> Borat. Okay. Stop. Oh God. Oh, good. Good Lord. No, we're not going there. Okay. Sorry. All right. Well, rejected. all right. All right. Sorry. So, I think you um, could say Sasha Baron Cohen. I might be willing to put in front of me territory, but it, it deserves wait, further who, investigation than I'm we sorry. can do. For in, who's that? Who's, the who's that? Wait, but, but, but who's that? Who's that? Who's Sasha? Who, I'm, I'm sorry. Bad things. Huh? I, 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 I know who Borat is, but who's this other person? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know who that other guy is. Man. <laughs> All right. So what I, I want to go with uh, Kim's trust comment and say, I think one of the biggest things is since we know we can't have that trust in a figure, in an individual, um, we can't have that trust in an organization or an institution or a religion. I'm just going to say it right now. Mm -hmm. um, what we, when we find those people that we can have trust with, it's not trust that they know everything, right. or that they know what to do in any given situation. Right. And that, what that trust is, is that they are representing their knowledge and experience yes, accurately. in yeah. an accurate way and that they don't mean us harm. Yes. And when they do commit harms against us, that they will do their level best to repair and restore. Totally. Yeah, I think that's the whole thing, ultimately. And it's not so simple. And like, so that's, it, that's really hard. That's a very, very high standard. But I think that is the guts of it. It's hard because if you don't know shit, it's really hard to say, I don't know shit. Yeah. And if you know shit, but you don't want to do something, yeah. it's really hard to be like, yeah, actually, I do know how to do that. Right. Come in full circle to the uh, the, the colleague, the Discord, <laughs> or the yeah. Slack. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I'm just being time conscious that, Ben, I know we're coming up on a hard stop for you. Yeah. And A... Uh, you guys are doing a misogyny. Uh, we didn't do my vibes, so I would like oh, to no! do those. Oh, my God. Yeah, oh, so no. I could have sworn that we did your vibes. You both are oh, frenemies no. of the show at this point, um, oh, but we'll, oh, we'll, you can fine. repair it Moxie momentarily. To... I'll, I'll say, uh, like, feeling bad is a place where I, I'm comfortable, so I'm just going to, like... Yeah. Uh, okay, well, I'm not going to let it linger too long. All right. And no, then, Kim, we need your vibes. Okay, and then we should do recommendations and... Let Absolutely. Let y'all catch up with your your children in cat form and human form. Um, and human. Form. <laughs> uh, I, I even though I'm elbowing my way, way in here, I actually don't have anything like super interesting to say. Except I just felt. I just can't <laughs> believe we skipped you. I'm so. You know, sorry. I blame our technical difficulties. So the <laughs> the stars were not aligned. It's totally fine. Um, I actually I, did it. On, I, I did it on purpose. Tim was like, yeah. "Oh, I deleted that whole." Yeah, part, we gotta start over, because Kim was talking. Um, <laughs> so I was just gonna say that I have been pulled in a million different directions for like the past several weeks. Apparently, I mean, like knock on wood, this doesn't change again. The convoy was supposed to get kicked out of the Speedway uh, tomorrow is the 31st, I think, end of the month. They somehow have gotten another extension. I think the the, ra the drag racing business is not going gangbusters right now, so they keep getting yeah. extensions. They don't seem to have any races like scheduled. So they're, I think their their final date at this point is April 7th, which is like four at least, maybe five weeks 
of them being here. Which you is know, and they always are yelling at us to get jobs. When oh we my go god! Out I mean, what? the amount the amount of money these people are spending is unbelievable. Oh, almost like they're 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 small business tyrants. Yeah, who tyrants. Are oh, almost like doing, they own yeah, fifteen yeah, yeah. trucks. Yeah. 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 Um, it's you'll. Uh, I was gonna say you'll appreciate this, Tim. You won't appreciate it, but we snuck in the first night they were there because we wanted to kind of see it, and it was like such a weird vibe. It was also like freezing out. Um, and so, like, there were many, many, many more vehicles than, like, human beings we saw. It was a super weird vibe. And it was somebody at some point joked because we were like, well, how do you describe it, right, to, like, people that weren't there? And it, what we kind of settled on is it's, like, QAnon Woodstock. It's really <laughs> oh, weird. God. Like, the most boring <laughs> festival you've ever been to, but, like, equally as filthy and, like, full of, like, E. coli and shit. Um but there specifically, I saw a tanker truck, some guy who is an owner operator of a tanker truck plastered with. What? Yeah. Plas- one of their one of their formal demands in their list, it took them like two weeks to come up with it because um, they were going to have these meetings with like Ted Cruz and shit, who doesn't care. He's not going to do anything. He did go out to visit them, actually, though. They all took selfies with him. It was very upsetting. There's a tanker that said, um, reopen Keystone XL. I'm like... <laughs> That's one of your fucking demands, bro? Like, what are we doing? So they're out of their fucking gourds, and we've all just been... It's a joke, but not really a joke, because they're also all boomers. Like, how much leaded gasoline have they, like, ingested in their lives? Yeah, no kidding. Okay, Jesus so, qu- quick question. Yes. On on a scale of 1 to 10, how much did it smell like hot dog? It was the first night, so it did not yet smell highly of hot dog, but I cannot, cannot okay. even imagine the levels of hot dog that they have now achieved. <laughs> okay, f- f- follow-up question. Uh, on, on a scale of 1 to 10, how much did it feel like hot dog? <laughs> one, uh, 1 million percent. A uh, uh, okay. hard 11. Yeah. Okay, great. It was, uh, it's a lot. So, so it's been this kind of reactive, like, hurry up and wait thing they've gotten in something like i mean it was more than a week ago they had said that they'd gotten in more than 30 accidents so it's <laughs> way more than that they, <laughs> yeah they've, bo- they've boxed in cars on the fucking beltway like they have they have this guy i saw and they're also streaming everything so they're like streaming they're like vehicular hom- attempted homicide like telling people yeah yeah oh god it's so fun I mean, like, I, I, it's also it's horrible like they're they are to, to pull back from my laughing because it is really fucking funny it's like fascists are always like this they're always yeah they're yes. super dumb yeah. but it's also yeah. a major part of why they're so dangerous right yes yeah like they just have no emotional control they're mad about everything they have this like immense chip on their shoulder just like this immense like martyrdom complex that's totally not real and they're like full through with like christian dominionists they're white supremacists that place is shot through with oh absolutely proud boys like threepers it's a bad it's a bad deal so yeah, so that is hopefully coming to a close. Knock wood. They are giving up. Uh, sorry to alert you, LA. You probably already know this. There's another like defeat the mandates thing. I think on the 10th in LA, and they get really good numbers at that because of all the out of work LA actors that get paid to go to that shit. And, oh, good god. Yeah, and so oh, they ha- the they worst. can get numbers there in a way they can't get here. So shout out to the people of DC. You did a great job. 
flipping them off, screaming at them, telling them to go fuck themselves and go home. They they did find it very demoralizing. They have hung out here for a long time, but that is only because they have $1.5 million of dark money, which is also getting grifted from them. But like that is the only way that they could like pay to stay here because they their shocker, their plan of both purposely trying to aggravate everyone by constantly blasting their horns horns and like harassing people on the street from their vehicles. They also at the same time like wanted to be greeted as liberators and they're like confused how that approach didn't work. So they <laughs> uh, It's so weird. They hold like completely incompatible ideas like in their yeah. mind at the same time. So they're both really angry and really hurt that we don't love them. And so they are leaving because they have admitted, like, no one is buying it here. Like, no one is coming to their stuff. They've been having attrition and they get a really be- frosty at best, like, response um, here in D.C. So I just wanted to appreciate all my local neighbors. And this has been, like, a horrible slog and it's been super stressful. Yeah. But there's a light at the end of the tunnel, sort of, because the shit is ongoing, but um, this really does like take a community. And uh, if you can, if you can fuck with the Proud Boys life in a redacted way and you feel safe, then you should. But if you are, for example, like a lone biker who takes his life into his hands every day driving in DC traffic and felt comfortable blocking like 10 big rigs with one bicycle, which somebody did. You're amazing. Godspeed. Yeah, about that. We love you. That's a that's that's incredible. I, wow. Yeah. Really like, dangerous. I, I, I want to highlight for like a, a future app that 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 like Kim, you were saying this mix of sort of like this incoherent mix of we are going to uh, Babylon to take it down. Yeah. With with, with our with our bravery and our like uh, call of freedom. But also, everyone there is going to love us. It's, it's going to yeah. go yeah. great. Like that's a yeah. that's a really interesting mix. Mm-hmm. Um, and and like the other thing I want to mention before we we like uh, we wrap up is, I remember when that the the the, the freedom convoy was happening in Canada, mm-hmm. a few folks, like I'm not criticizing them, were like, oh, interesting tactic. Like that's like a <laughs> thing we could learn from, right? Yeah. Uh, Are you kidding? I, I get it. It, it. it got attention. It's like it, it, they're, they're wrong. But like, I will say uh, hard, hard pass on menacing a community for like weeks on end mm-hmm. for any reason yeah. without developing. Yeah, no, that's yeah. Can that's I, not. No. Yeah, that's not OK. No, like that's and, and I think the distinction that in my mind is like people will talk about like a, a houseless person encampment as being menacing to a community right. when it's in fact just people Someone's living home. in a place. Right. Yeah. Um, th- th- this this tactic has always been about implied violence and mm-hmm. also at times actual violence. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm okay with violence against the state, but that's not what this ever has been. Right. Like, I... I almost went into a Tim Robinson, I think you should leave voice there. Like, <laughs> but I didn't do it. Um, Christ, I'm still, I'm still the improv guy in this show, aren't I? I don't like it. Yeah. 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 Yes, you are. It is what but I'm it not, is. I've, I've still never taken, I've, I've never taken a single improv class. I'm sorry. Like, you know I what? can't help but like this. It's in your, it's, it's in your blood. Fault. 
Yeah. <laughs> mm. Um. That's yeah. That's in- incredible, Kim. I am. You know, hearts go out to everyone in DC. Yeah. Yep. Good luck out there. Yeah. And Stay relatedly, because I don't really have a recommendation, but because I have been so fucking out of it, I have not. I am theoretically, I have started the first chapter of the three body problem and I just like cannot, I need to focus on it. I, it's really hard. I, yeah, I tried to read that. <laughs> is it, is it? And I haven't I, finished. I own it. I haven't actually. Okay, let, let's. Yeah, let, I'm, in that, I'm in that boat. Let's transition to, to Rex before, before we wrap up because yeah. I think that's a exactly. wonderful part so, of the show. Yeah. So I can't recommend that in good faith because I'm not even a chapter into it. But so if, on the note of this, my DC folks are amazing. I also want to shout out, this is my recommendation. If you guys want to make some friends, support your local Antifa, go follow Frederick Against Fascism. They're in Frederick, Maryland. Nice. They're close okay. to the Speedway. They fucking roll. Right. They're the homies. You can always, if you're not already, find your local people, even if they're not in your town, because we all need to end up working together um and it's a beautiful thing when unfortunately like we're thrown together in these nasty circumstances but it really is nourishing to find your people and be like okay like we we have some bodies to to do some stuff so that we're not trying to like fight this alone highly recommend nice Ben, do you have your, your rec handy? yeah okay so i have been watching and not really reading a whole lot I have been just putting garbage into my head. Just <laughs> absolutely nothing good at all. Um, to the point where I was watching old episodes of, and, and you are going to all throw me out the window for this, uh, Star Trek Enterprise. No, not one of the good no, Star Treks. No, I get it. I get Enterprise. it. Ben, I, 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 am, I, am, uh, I, I understand where you're at right now. And I, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, it's a bad place. Um, and this show is full, just absolutely full of bullshit. It is just so <laughs> self-contradictory. And literally, it's it's like American imperialism in space. Hey, it, it's so bad. Ben, ben, have you considered uh, Vulcan lady real pretty? <laughs> yeah. I, I, well, so... Also, have you considered Archer is W in space? Um, but yeah, he is. Like, he straight up is. Especially in, like, the early seasons. You can even hear kind of the inflection. Yikes. Um, but at the end of the last season, there's a two-parter that has Peter Weller in it. What? People. Hmm. Yeah. Robocop? As the bad guy. He's a straight-up fascist hmm. who's, like, trying to stop huh. the Federation. So, for those of you who don't know, Enterprise happens, it's, like, before the Federation. Right. That's the whole mm-hmm. point of this show is it's, like, oh, how did the Federation come about? Mm-hmm. All these crazy things happened. Um, so, Archer and his pals are trying to, like, they're, you know, every everyone's getting ready to, like, get this thing together. And... Uh, and this fascist group, this like human centric, essentially racist fascist group, is like trying to stop it from happening. And they accidentally, and this is, I love it when people accidentally hit all the high notes. <laughs> like they straight up nail everything about, especially even modern fascism, huh. of like Peter Weller's character having such a high opinion of himself. Uh-huh. 
they're gonna they're gonna destroy Starfleet headquarters, and they believe the Earth will greet them as liberators. Yeah. Mm. Um, they uh, the man. Okay, so the man idolizes this fictional fas- fascist from the fictional past, which is our future. Yeah. But like he he also like the man that he idolizes is a eugenicist, but he himself has a has a you know a congenital dece- disease. Yeah. So it's like all of the things together. Totally. All of the things together. And and they nailed it. And so it's the second to last and the third to last episode of the last season of, of Enterprise. Huh. Worth a watch. Huh. The rest of the, the series is complete shit. <laughs> I, will, I, I will say, before I give my recommendation, um, I do like the, the Doctor character in that show. I think he's, he's yeah, fun. Yeah, he's great. He's That's really good. That's true. He's good. Like, there's, there's good things about the show. The 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 uh, uh, aesthetic is terrible. The it's so bad. The writing is really bad. Like it, it sucks. It could have been a cool show, but like it. Just, oh yeah. oh! Before you say the thing, I need to get this off my chest. I also <laughs> just kind of forced myself to watch some Discovery, and I will. I'm gonna spoil the season ender for you. Um, so that's in the far future, and the Federation has split up again, mm-hmm. and the president of Earth. They had as a cameo literal Stacey Abrams. No. Oh, I saw that. I saw that um, still. I thought that was from like a movie that's happening right now. No. What? Straight up. Wow. I will will say Discovery (laughs) does get better. Like, I, the, no, it doesn't. I think it gets it does. so bad. No, because it gets no. it, it gets more episodic in a way that I think it's like it, more in the spirit of Star Trek. That's like, oh, this is the thing we've well, deal okay. with. Yeah, in that in that yeah. way, it's a little better. Yeah. But it's just yeah. it's unwatchable. No, it's not good. <laughs> it's it it's it's they decided that Star Trek has to be an action show and also one that's like has a, a particular look to it that is just like antithetical to what the show is, and it sucks. Yes. Yeah. Um, so re- revisionism, unacceptable. It is. Yes. It is. Off it the, is. Off to the gulag. Exactly. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, as a uh, Marxist, Leninist, Maoist, Picardist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I want that to be the name of the show now. Actually, this is. The, um, so my recommendation. I, I I'm. I'm just gonna like default to my favorite movie of all time, which mm-hmm. is. Local Hero, okay. uh, by I think Bill Forsyth is the director, Scottish director. Oh, I director. saw you tweeting about this, and I didn't yeah. know the reference. Yes, um, I like many uh, uh, white people who had um, childhoods that were like sad, but also pretty easy. Focus on things that I love when I was six years old. Th- totally. This this movie is it is legitimately brilliant though like it's it's wonderful it's like uh um uh, who's the director of like mr smith goes to washington and and um uh, capra capra it's capra-esque mm-hmm. okay. um the basic plot is that a texas oil man who is um you know i say that but he's like more seems like a dude from like jersey or new york uh, is assigned to go to a small Scottish village along the coast, I think the northern coast, um, to essentially buy the village to make an oil refinery. Mm-hmm. And then he just, like, like he gets slowly sort of, like, drawn into the community and charmed by it to the point where, like, he decides that's not a good idea. And Aww. I feel like as a little kid, I was, like, 
very charmed by the 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 this fictional place mm -hmm. but also was very much like well yeah duh like that's you know <laughs> <laughs> and it, it it's it's one of those movies that I, like i th thought when i rewatched it i would be like this is dumb and kind mm -hmm. of just like horny but it, it's very clever um it's full of people who are just like brilliantly cast uh, it has one of my favorite running gags ever which is every time the main character steps across the, the little like main road basically like if it's not a dirt road that's how i remember it he gets almost run over by the same guy driving a moped mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. in like different yeah. ways and it's perfect like so yeah it, it, it's it's the thing i go to when i'm like at my lowest i'm just like i need to see something that makes me feel better about humanity mm. and yeah local hero 1983 okay. That is Your a good recommendation. Born. Yeah. All right, folks. Well, yeah. this was a great episode. I think we nailed it, first of all. Yeah. I think I, the dress think rehearsal the was... <laughs> yeah. Okay, it, was what, what, it was meant to be. One one more friend of me before we wrap up. Okay. The Lord God himself. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. I gotta give that one some thought. <laughs> Alright, good night folks. Take care of yourselves. Right. See you next time. Bye.